0: This is a News Laundry Podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello and welcome to Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we talk about what made news, what didn't and some things that absolutely shouldn't have. I'm your host Snigdha and today I have with me two News Laundry boys, Ayush and Basant. Hello.
1: Hello. 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 How are
0: you guys doing?
1: I am better than Basant. What about Basant? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: also joining us today is Siddharth Singh, an energy, mobility, and climate policy expert who is also the author of the book The Great Smog of India. Hello, Siddharth. Welcome to Reporters Without Orders.
2: Hi, Signa. Hi, Ayush. Nice to talk to you.
1: Yeah. Finally, after reading all your tweets and following you on Twitter, we get to meet you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Thanks for joining us. Before we get on with this podcast, I want to tell you guys about News Laundry. We are a 100% ad-free news platform and we need your support to stay afloat. So please subscribe to us and pay to keep news free.
1: And listeners, if you listen to this podcast on platforms like CastBox, SoundCloud or even Spotify, remember that we do a lot of other cool stuff that can be found on www.newslaundry.com. So go check it out.
0: So let's begin the podcast with some bizarre news stories.
1: Yeah. Ayush. Ayush. It's, it's amazing how I'm always up for this section. <laughs> bizarre news. Because There's so much of it. So the most of all the bizarre news I read, hmm. the most bizarre was this news that came from Barely. Hmm. Uh, it was reported, I think, a week ago that uh, one man who you know, had a stillborn daughter, yeah. and he went to a uh, cemetery to bury her mm. and usne teen uh, feet gakhoda mm. you know to bury the child. And when he d- did that, he found an earthen pot, yeah, which had a live baby in it. what? Yeah, are you serious? Yeah. yeah, so she was buried live and he just dug her out while he was trying to bury her his own daughter. so I, it was it was bizarre to another oh level. I think it was bizarre to this the power of Uttar again? Pradesh huh? Yeah, really, and yeah, just imagine. I mean, I, I, it it'll be
4: very uh, sad if it was a dead baby, but yeah. it's bizarre because it was a live it baby. Was life. <laughs> I जो आज ब चीज में जोड़ देता हूं कि उस लड़की को जोहा के बजेप के बविधा है राजयश मिश् उन्होंने गोद ले लिया है और राजेश मिश्रा अगर आप लोगों के याद होगा एक साक्ष्य मिश्रा और अजीतेश कीहाईथ पिछले दिनों दलित हुँ। लड़की और स अदलित लड़का औरंड ड़के से सादी हुई
1: Oh, wow,
0: Abhi that's th- nice. बसंत आप बताइए
4: इस बार का बिजार मतलब कुछ इस तरीके से है कि मेरे साथ ही हुआ दरअसल हुआ ये
1: न्यूज़ गुप्ता सोमला प्रोड्यूसिंग
4: न्यूज़ यू आर नेवर नहीं मतलब तर... news, <laughs> नहीं, नहीं, मतलब, <laughs> नहीं, मतलब मैं जो बता रहा हूं फ्राइडे <laughs> के दिन अभी नए तरीके से लोग डाटा तैयार कर रहे हैं कुछ बदलाव हुआ है तो फ्राइडे के दिन मैंने डायरेक्टर को फोन किया उनके ऑफिस में ऑफिस से बोला गया कि आप एक मेल करिए अपॉइंटमेंट के लिए फ्राइडे मतलब तीन दिन पहले मैंने उस दिन सवाल बनाया उनको मेल किया उन्होंने कहा कि शाम तक डायरेक्टर बताएंगे आप किससे बात करिए तक उन्होंने मुझे और जूनियर अधिकारी को बोला कि आप इनसे बात करके सारी ले सकते हैं फिर उनको फोन किया तो शाम को वैसे ही मैं बैठा हुआ था देख रहा हूं एनसीआरटीबी का डाटा आ गया oh, wow. <laughs>
1: क्या मतलब तुम्हारी यार? <laughs> नहीं मतलब yeah, मुझे, मुझे yeah.
4: कारण बताने के लिए समय ले रहे थे कि क्यों hmm. नहीं आ रहा oh. और शाम तक
1: डाटा आ गया तो, तो तुम के तुमको वो किधर
4: क्या कहते हैं हिंदी में गुल्ली दे रहे थे? <laughs> <laughs>
1: but wouldn't have been better if he just told you that we are putting out the data on Monday, Tuesday oh, exactly. That's what? Story or maybe that थे.
0: wasn't the plan they already had the data no yeah, that,
1: that was the last asking. minute yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's like yeah.
4: 1400 pages YouTube. 1400 pages
1: 1400 pages wow. and a jailer is like 200 pages and, wow. and wow. I just read a couple of critiques that there are no puns or religious killings or lynching all numbers are not
4: NCRB ke mm. ki se main told you. <laughs> my
0: bizarre news this week is from china so you know how they have these animal cafes that have popped up everywhere i even have one in my neighborhood uh so in chengdu china which is known for its pandas they uh, suddenly they started this new panda cafe okay now everybody got very concerned like what are they doing putting pandas in ca- in a cafe and apparently there were six baby pandas in this cafe yeah so now everybody uh, so obviously they went to find out and they discovered that these were not really pandas but they were chow chow dogs <laughs> now chow chow dogs is a breed uh, that looks like a bear it's really cute and it's huge right so they dyed these dogs to look like pandas so, yeah, and uh, then obviously people got really mad because this is so wrong. I mean, uh, and also, apparently, dying pets is a new trend in China.
4: Yeah, it's like a video, rich
0: people's hobby, apparently. They started viral. dying their pets.
4: I think that Jim Corbett Jim Corbett were in the jungle, and they were in the jungle. They were in the jungle. They were in the jungle. They
0: were in the jungle.
4: They were in the jungle. So, we were in the jungle. So, we were in the jungle. कोई बड़ा जानवर है दिख गया
3: हां
4: थोड़ी देर 5 10 मिनट बाद वो धीरे-धीरे किनारे आया हम सब हाँ. अपने कैमरा में अपने कैमरा ले खड़ा था फोटो खींच लूंगा हाँ. जब सामने आया बिल्कुल करीब में हां वो कुत्ता निकला <laughs> तो हम सब इतने हैरान थे यार तब से इंतजार किया हमने तब तब बात
0: कैसे समझ लिया I was
4: जा जो है चाय वाले उसको ठीक <laughs> <laughs> है तो दिख थी। <laughs> This
0: actually serves tourists right. They are such a pain in Corbett. Oh my God. In They na? don't care about any of the guidelines. They're so noisy and they're not supposed to wear you know bright colours and all of that. They don't care about anything.
4: जानवरों का सम्मान <laughs>
0: So, coming to stories that didn't make news but should have. Now, we're going to talk about air pollution. It was in the news but not as much as it should have been and it wasn't reported the way it should have been. So, we're going to talk to Siddharth about it. Siddharth, let me begin with your uh, book. Uh, Tell us us about it. Tell us what got you started. Why did you write it?
2: So, you know, a few years ago, I started uh, reading and these new articles that had started appearing in Indian media, which was previously unreported, you know, like the figures of a million people dying due to air pollution every year. We suddenly had a little bit of interest... But there was not enough information out there. So you know, I have been working in the field of energy and climate change for the past almost decade now, and uh, you know, at some point, I wanted to find out more. I wanted to know what's happening. So uh, as I started researching, I realized this problem is much bigger than people realize it is. Right. And and also that nobody's really tried to quantify the problem and and try to build a narrative around it to understand how it's happening and how it has developed over you know, the past several decades. Uh, I also had other questions such as, you know, uh, countries like Germany, for example, Mm -hmm. they have far more cars per capita, they have far more industries than India does. So why is it then India is far more polluted than a country like Germany is? So in trying to answer all these questions and trying to kind of build a a very comprehensive narrative, uh, I thought I should write a book about it. So that's how it started. And and I, I hope I have accomplish that purpose
0: great so can you can you answer that question for us what you just said about germany
2: yeah for you know uh, the, uh, for example i think the the reason why this happens is because in india mm-hmm. uh, firstly the technologies that we use yeah. secondly the fuels that we use right. and thirdly the geographical conditions that are unique to india all of these reasons contribute to the fact that India is far more polluted than some of the more industrialized countries in the world. So, for yeah. example, this is a problem of air pollution, which is distinct from the problem of climate change. So, mm-hmm. climate change deals with greenhouse gases as a whole. Like, you know, this includes, for example, methane. Yeah. But methane is not a, not considered to be an air pollutant. Mm-hmm. Air pollutants are more like, you know, for example, dust. Yeah. It includes carbon black which is uh, uh, which can be released due to the incomplete burning of biomass and coal mm-hmm. and so on. So firstly, we, the technologies that we have been using, uh, you know, be it in our industries, be it even in our uh, vehicles and so on, uh, they are not the best. Therefore, the pollution, the uh, the particulate matter that emerges from it is far more than some of the better technologies. Secondly, the fuels that we use. So hmm. a lot of biomass is burnt in India in the form of, say, cooking, uh, similarly a lot of coal is used uh, in our thermal power uh, production right. uh, which does not happen to the same extent in a country like Germany and finally the geographical conditions that are, exist in northern India are very unique to it
3: uh-huh. uh, with the
2: mountains up at the north and especially at winter time right. when you know wind speeds slow down, wind directions change and mm-hmm. there's something called an atmospheric inversion so this effect uh, leads to some of the particulate matter and other pollutants to get trapped into this northern Indian uh, region in general. So this is not merely a Delhi problem. It exists all the way from the western border to West Bengal, with, uh, in fact, Pakistan also suffering from it to a considerable extent.
0: I see. Uh, Siddharth, can you talk more about how we've entered this vicious cycle? I think you talk about it in your book as well, Uh, when it comes to air pollution. Like, you gave the example of air purifiers, how we use air purifiers, but they actually lead to higher in energy consumption and that in turn leads to higher emissions right can you can you tell us more about it
2: yes i mean so obviously air uh, you know air purifiers by th- themselves are uh, a very small share of the total energy demand right. but in general uh, the the cycle here is the fact that okay. uh, you know we need our economy to grow uh,
3: hmm. there are
2: a lot of people who are poor we need to ensure that you know jobs are being generated and so on and so forth but the very fact that we are pushing towards this uh, has is leading to uh, the lack of development because development is not just economic in its nature. Right. We also want to ensure that people live healthier lives, people are able to enjoy the outdoors, people are able to, you know, uh, basically live a long, productive life. Right. So in our pursuit to do that, we are also leading to. We are yeah. also causing air pollution, which in turn comes back to harm people. Uh, as an example, hmm. uh, you know, uh, take the case of uh, industries in India. Mm-hmm. Now, in Delhi, there were in the year 2000 or so, and in fact, a few years before that, mm-hmm. the the High courts and the Supreme Court decided that industries in the residential areas will have to move towards, you know, uh, the suburbs or right. towards uh, I- into rural areas where fewer people live. Yeah. So, in the process of doing that this was supposed to be something that was supposed to be good for the people living in the neighborhoods mm-hmm. which obviously included the the labor that worked there so, but in the in this attempt to benefit the labor you know to help improve their health yeah. uh, they, their jobs were lost and then suddenly a situation where they themselves protested and they said we don't want that you know we want these jobs right here it doesn't matter right. because our health will anyways be affected by you know, if not this, by something else. So uh, these are the kind of, I guess, challenges that, that India faces particularly makes it harder to kind of deal with this problem.
1: Siddharth, I have a question. Uh, I've been following this back and forth between the Aadmi party and the BJP in Delhi regarding uh, how much does crop burning actually contribute to the pollution in Delhi, especially in the past couple of weeks. And I think uh, there was some organization called Suffer which said it's only between 0 to 9% and Kejriwal gave a press conference and he said that and it's way more than that. So, I mean, is this just a politicized, uh, you know, game between these two parties or are we looking at actually some two different methods of measuring how much this one activity in Haryana and Punjab contribute to pollution in uh, in the capital?
2: Yes. So firstly, I personally welcome the politicization of this issue. I think uh, politicization of an issue such as air pollution is far better than complete silence and, you know, parties ignoring the issue, which happens in the case of a lot of other environmental problems. So I think this process of politicization will lead to better information coming out, will lead to parties attempting to do something about it because then it becomes an election issue uh, eventually. So, so, but keeping that aside, uh, yes, you're right. An organization like Safar can come ahead and say that, you know, the measured pollutants are a certain number on a certain date as, me- as measured by, you know, using their methodologies. But, uh, you know, I don't think we should get too stuck upon what one organization is saying uh, about the a number on any given day because these numbers change all the time okay so uh, you know some other studies that have been done using uh, satellite data using uh, other uh, you know ground instrumentation we know that at the at the peak of this smog period right when the temperatures have fallen where the atmospheric inversion has happened and when the uh, crop is being burnt at at the highest rates at that time as much as 30 to 50% of all particulate matter in a city like Delhi, hmm. can be attributed to to crop burning. In at least this a few week period, that is the case. So I don't know what this nine percent is. Is this nine percent, uh, you know, on any given day, or is it an uh, is it a year long average? Because year long average again will not will not do that uh, trick here. We need to understand it this period of time. So from November to December, in this period of time, where it is, where is it coming from? Because this is also when air pollution levels peak in the in the city or in mm-hmm. air, it is in the region in general.
1: Right, right. Thanks for clarifying. And actually, you're right. I mean, the politicization of the issue good, is actually yeah. happening on the ground because I was in Gurgaon yesterday, and the elections were underway. And actually, I talked, I was talking to some people, and they actually said this that the sitting MLA in p- places like uh, you know in the even in the lower middle class localities, hmm. had not done enough, or the party had not done enough to counter air pollution. And that was the first time I, I'd ever heard of so something So it has like become that. an issue. Yeah, it has. That's, Lekin,
4: that's a good uh, thing, I guess. You're talking about Gurdjieff and Hirdeus Jossi in a report that in Haryana, there's no problem in Haryana. Okay. Haan,
1: so, Gurgaon is an urban space. Like in But the rest of Haryana, I don't think so. So
4: that that
0: brings me to the question of privilege. How does it come into play in this discourse about air pollution?
2: Absolutely. So I think air pollution is going to turn out to be one of the biggest inequality issues of our time. You know, we always think of inequality as income inequality, but yeah. it goes beyond that. Right. Uh, it's it's how we experience the world around us. Uh, someone in my my place. Due to a, due to the knowledge, due to due to you know the income that I earn, I'm mm. able to have uh, you know afford a home where I can close the windows. Exactly. I can you know buy a couple of air purifiers and basically live, live a healthier life. Yeah. Uh, this is not true for a lot of people, especially I mean we we all notice this uh, in the, you know when at the peak of the winters mm. there'll be a lot of situation where poor people maybe workers who are out there on the streets yeah. uh, or their you know watchmen who are out there in the nights who need to burn more biomass to kind of heat themselves mm-hmm. so all of these uh, you know uh, these the aspect that we cannot all access closed spaces uh, leads to poor people becoming disproportionately affected by it they are the ones who are disproportionately having to you know face issues like lung cancer and asthma right. and all these other problems which in turn accentuate the problem i there was a bureaucrat who i spoke to from the government of india who said that hmm. uh, obviously off the record he said that in our effort to fight poverty we are obviously being able to get a lot of people out of poverty through you know income generation job yeah. generation and so on but many people are falling back behind the poverty lines because they they because of air pollution they have to go to hospitals yeah. and some They're of them get bankrupt during health. the process if they have cancer or some other grave disease right. so so this is a, a problem of inequality and and uh, the privilege of people like me uh, help me you know get away from this problem and yeah. i think that also that's an issue uh, yeah. it's it's not like uh, uh, I used to hear voices initially saying that because air exists everywhere therefore mm-hmm. everyone will be equally concerned about it. That's not really true. If yeah. if the rich are able to exclude themselves from the problem at least for most of the hours of the day, mm-hmm. then it becomes less of a problem from there for them to do something about exactly. for them to raise their voices, for them to write opeds about it. Mm-hmm. So that's the issue here.
0: Right. Uh,
4: Siddharth, I want you to know that प्रदूषण जो वायु प्रदूषण हो या जल प्रदूषण हो उसमें सरकार जो फैसले लेती है उसका काफी असर होता है हम देखते हैं कि जल प्रदूषण में जो तालाब है उस पर सरकार खुद ही कब्जा करके घर बनवा ले रही है और भवन बनवा रही है सरकारी दूसरी तरफ देखते हैं कि दिल्ली में गाजीपुर जैसा एक पहाड़ खड़ा हो गया है जो रोजाना वो जल रहा है तो सरकार किस हद तक सीरियस है आपने कुछ बताया लेकिन हमारी जो गवर्नमेंट है वो प्रदूषण कम करने के लिए कितनी गंभीर है और दूसरी बात मैं ये जानना चाहता हूं कि हम लोग जो जो हम लोग हैं वो कितने गंभीर है अगर एक जर्नलिस्ट के तौर पे मैं देखता हूं तो जो प्रदूषण से संबंधित खबरें हम लोग पब्लिश होती है उसको उसके रीडर कम है उसको पढ़ने वाले
2: uh, you know National Clean Air Action Plan बनाया है और uh, सरकार ने काफी laws भी pass किए हैं पिछले मतलब 10, 20, 30 सालों से ज- जो air pollution specifically deal at least in theory but problem is कि uh, rules और regulations होना एक बात होता है और दूसरा जो actual implementation अब implementation government नहीं कर पा रही है क्योंकि इसमें मतलब जो स्किल चाहिए होता है जो मैन पावर चाहिए होता है जो जो इन और इंडस्ट्रीज में जाके ऑडिट कर सके जो जो लीगल फायर पावर चाहिए होता है जिससे हम इंडस्ट्रीज को चैलेंज कर सके कोर्ट में वो सब इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर और मैन पावर और स्किल सरकारी एजेंसीज के पास नहीं है but fact is that until unke paas jo political momentum nahi until unke paas uh, you know skills nahi ho wo implement ho nahi sakta and that is the reason why uh, you know uh, despite having laws hum kuch nahi kar pa rahe abhi ek example hu- tha, uh, i think eh, kareeban pichle 1 saal pehle hi, after some 20 years of uh, uh, you know, uh, legislation or uh, uh, sorry, 20 years of a legal battle, hmm. they were finally able to stop one uh, shop from polluting into the Yamuna. So, uh, if ya hmm. uh, you have one Dukan, you can't fine, it or you can't find it. So, you have to understand that obviously, there are a lot of shops and industries that have no deal with it. So, there is no capacity in the government. Mein. As far as people go, I think that slowly people are getting into interest, slowly people are understanding that this is a problem. But this but such a problem that individuals can't do much more about You adopt a sustainable lifestyle, but with individual actions, this region-wide problem will be solved. This is a structural problem, this economic problem government regulations that
0: That brings me to uh, th- this question, Siddharth. Uh, can you shed some more light on how uh, and why there is a lack of a consolidated approach? Like, you know, it's very fragmented, the government's approach in towards dealing with air pollution.
2: Absolutely. So, uh, the, you know, different, uh, the problem with air pollution is that there is no one individual or one... Uh, sector or one uh, ministry or one agency that is responsible for addressing it. Right. Because this is a problem that appears in various forms across various states at various layers. For example, at uh, the center level, hmm. you know, some of the larger policies that are made about, say, thermal power plants, yeah. about, uh, you know, road infrastructure, highways, that comes from the center then you have, uh, even that is fragmented, you know, there are different ministry of power is different, ministry of coal is different, ministry Uh of something else is different, then you have the cases of different states so a city like Delhi can continue to blame, you know, uh, Haryana or Punjab for crop burning and people not doing enough about it similarly, within the state of uh, Delhi you can see situations where the municipal corporation of Delhi which, uh, you know, is in charge of a few of the roads and few of the parking lots where dust gets you know accumulated Mm -hmm. and similarly cpwd is separate which is run by somebody else and the state government of delhi is run by a different party so now there are so many different players yeah not uh, there is no one single uh, agency that is responsible for it the only way we can really deal with this is if uh, if there was a sort of a paris agreement where right. all, all these institutions come together and they all together put on the table that this is what they're going to achieve over the next one year. And then there should be one agency or one body or perhaps one uh, position such as the Prime Minister's office which mm. monitors the progress across these different ministries. That right now is missing. Right now, no matter who you go to, they blame the other. Why are you asking us? Why don't you ask them to do something? You go to the agriculture ministry, they will say, oh, but what about road transport? You go to road transport, they will say, but stubble burning happens. So that is the problem that we are not able to overcome with the current governance structure. Mm -hmm.
0: So this is what China did, right, with the Blue Sky Initiative. Can you uh, you tell us more about it and what uh, India can draw from it?
2: Yes, absolutely. So China, firstly, and first and foremost, they made it into major political objective hmm. so what china did is that uh, at right at the top you know the premier the president they hmm. have come out into the open in in important public forum and said that air pollution and air quality is one of their key government priorities right. they've gone on to make threats that if there is an uh, you know agency or if there's an administrator who's not able to act on air pollution that person will be fired on the other hand we just had the national you know lok sabha elections that just passed us by right. and there was no major speech made on air pollution in fact there was no political Nothing. party that even brought it up as an election issue exactly. so firstly what china has done right is it they have made it into a political issue hmm. secondly they have given targets to various ministries and various municipalities so you know uh, not every district gets the same target because some have more industries some have less some have you know certain uh, geographical reasons which make it unique so everyone has given a target and that that target is then you know um, is uh, is quantified and they they try to audit it later to see if these targets are being met right. that approach is missing from the government of india so their blue skies policy so to speak is an overarching policy that you know goes across uh, the transport sector across uh, industries and power generation and all of that we don't have an overarching policy like that right now
0: right
1: or even i think in the uh, besides since uh, china i mean given the the kind of polity it has i think germany is also a much more better example they have there's a german greens i mean a political party dedicated to you know environmental causes and it's this party was founded in the 1970s and one of its inspirational founding philosophies had a gandhian inspiration the founders so, mm. we have people, we have ideas from the subcontinent going to Europe and probably prospering there. Right. But in India, we don't have any yeah. political setup which actually encourages <laughs> that kind of politics.
4: No,
2: you're, you're absolutely right. I think, uh, and, and beyond just Gandhi, Gandhi is obviously a great example. But beyond him, there have been so many homegrown environmental movements within India. Right. Uh, unfortunately... Uh, these uh, environmental movements have been always viewed to be anti development you know the, the, it's easy to pass them off as oh these people are here to disrupt growth these people are here to you know they they impact jobs uh, yes that may have happened in some isolated cases but but in general these environmental movements came out for a reason they have come out to you know uh, address some of the concerns that local displaced people have had so I think it's important to, you know, address the concerns of people without making this overarching narrative of development versus climate or something like that. Because in reality, other countries like Germany have demonstrated that it is possible to have both. It's possible to clean up the environment while still ensuring a high standard of living for the people. So in a country like India, yes, I can say this with, with uh, you know, with the on the backs of a lot of very good evidence that we can provide jobs, that we can help India grow, while still ensuring that, you know, emissions uh, begin to fall over time and that at least air pollution is dealt with.
0: And exactly, that brings me to another question, Siddharth, like, because India is an emerging economy, right? How do we, I mean, how does India deal with air pollution as an economy that is emerging and uh, you know still in the process of we're still going undergoing industrialization
2: so i mean uh, there are uh, th- there should be an action plan for each of the sectors i think the way that uh, you know we, uh, some of the uh, this and this has been tried in a few other places around the world there's a concept called airsheds. so okay. we we pick regions which constitute a similar airshed, which means that they have a similar kind of Uh, you know, uh, meteorological and geographical conditions. And, uh, you know, in that airshed, there can be different approaches. So, you know, if you pick up one area in say Rajasthan and and Haryana, uh, where there are a lot of industries and transport, how do you transform a region like that? So, you know, are we able to develop that kind of skills and expertise to reduce emissions from industries? Are we able to uh, ensure electric transportation or better trains to ensure that people start using that instead of using pollutant polluting, right. you know, uh, f- forms of transport. Mm. Uh, because in India, you see, especially in the rural areas, there are a lot of fuel adulteration that takes mm-hmm, place. Mm-hmm. You can put kerosene with diesel or something like yeah. that, and you know, all of that leads to air pollution. Thirdly, uh, in in these airsheds, how can we address the cooking problem? So a lot of Indian families still, uh, you know, use biomass, even though the government of India has a plan for LPG where they're giving out LPG connections to people,
3: yeah. but
2: uh, families still end up using, uh, you know, biomass because LPG supply may not be consistent or it may still be very expensive. Right. So we should have this airshed approach hmm. to for every region and, and kind okay. of uh, address those airsheds for the unique conditions that arise from that.
0: All right. Um, I just have about two more questions, Siddharth. So. Sure. As we saw, the number of Indians uh, suffering from respiratory diseases is like into millions, right? And that puts a huge load on our healthcare sector. Are we equipped? Is the healthcare system equipped to deal with it? And uh, what steps can it take?
2: So absolutely not. I think the Indian healthcare system is not equipped to deal with this issue. I mean, uh, even without air pollution being a problem, we already have too few doctors per, you know, population. We already have too few hospital beds per population. We already have too few ambulances per population. Mm -hmm. This is even without air pollution being in the mix. Now, air pollution is adding so many more people, you know... uh, uh, to uh, to the Indian public health system exactly. who otherwise should not be there in the first place yeah. so we obviously know this we have been reading this data of like a million or so people dying every single year mm-hmm. due to air pollution but now for every 1 million people who die there are a millions more who are unwell because of exactly. it
0: Exactly. and yeah.
2: therefore you know and they end up having to go to hospitals for even minor things but that mm-hmm. adds to the queues it adds, adds to the costs it adds to the lost productivity for the people So, I mean, uh, therefore, healthcare, public health should be at the bedrock of this. Uh, you know, action plan uh, to to deal with air pollution. Mm. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Even our current existing policies, mm. they deal with, you know, uh, some uh, quantification of the problem. They deal with, oh, we should have more sensors. Mm. Okay, obviously sensors are important, but sensors are not how you deal with the problem. That is just you trying to quantify the problem. Instead, you should uh, have healthcare, public health to be an integral part of the plan. We should ensure that at least all public schools that exist in this area are properly covered, they're a good envelope design, uh, and then then you have air purifiers to ensure that fewer children end up having to go to the hospital because of this issue. Uh, You know, many such steps will have to be taken. Just Mm -hmm. like you had... A campaign for polio Mm -hmm. which was successful because people became aware of what not to do or what to do to avoid polio similarly there should be a public health campaign that explains how can you minimize the risks from uh, air pollution right this includes managing dust around your neighborhood yeah this includes not burning leaves and not burning plastics and so Mm -hmm. on so that kind of a public health campaign is necessary which is which does not exist right now
0: right And coming back to stubble burning, Siddharth, uh, so the uh, center has assigned 11,000 crores to farmers in Haryana and Punjab to stop this uh, whole process of stubble burning. But uh, this year, we actually saw a rise in stubble burning. What is happening? What's going on? Where's that money going?
2: So uh, the money is primarily going into buying these uh, machines, you know, super SMS, happy seeders, Hmm. These machines, at least in theory, they're supposed to reduce uh, you know, uh, crop burning because once people use that, hmm. uh, you, you don't need to burn the stubble anymore. Hmm. But the issue is that no matter what technology you provide, it will always be cheaper for the farmer to burn that residue. So even if that person had all these access to all these machines, it will still take effort to clean get the field rid of all the stubble. It still still be easier for the farmer to buy a matchstick and and a bunch of kerosene and just you know light it to fire. Right. Secondly, there is a mistaken belief among farmers hmm. that you need to burn it so that the nutrients go back into the soil. That is that is mistaken. Ah. That is not true. Hmm. So I don't think enough money is being spent on. Uh, educating farmers about this okay right. uh, thirdly i think this issue can be solved only if there's a diversification of the crops right now the the reason why crop burning stubble burning happens in this manner hmm. is because of the rice wheat cropping system yeah. so there is between the rice and the wheat crops they very little time and therefore you know farmers are forced to do right, this about two and weeks. this is not something that has uh, existed through centuries this is a result of our green revolution which happened only a few decades ago so it's a it's this problem is a few decades old and right. it can be solved if we diversify uh, towards other crops uh, you know other uh, uh, the government right now incentivizes the production of wheat and rice and so on because of the minimum support prices mm-hmm. and you know and all of that yeah. i think that practice also needs to change so it's not about putting just money into the sector it uh, or money into buying these technologies yeah. it's also spending money into the to the know how for the farmers yeah. as well as policy changes to exactly. ensure that there is a evergreen revolution where farmers mm. are able to use sustainable practices right. to uh, in their agricultural practice
0: so that diwali is almost here and i for one i'm literally dreading it i mean it's not just the physical you know discomfort but it's just so mentally disturbing, you know, the sound. Now, we've not heard anything about a cracker ban so far. All we know that the government launched these eco-friendly green crackers, uh, which apparently uh, emit 30% less than normal crackers. Our correspondents went to the market to find these green crackers, but they discovered that not many were available. So tell me how how much do these crackers actually contribute to air pollution?
5: So, I mean, uh, whenever this debate comes around every year, around this time when Diwali is around, and, you know, there are certain voices that we should ban crackers and so on. The defence of a lot of people is that, uh, after all, pollution is coming from other sources, such as, you know, riding SUVs or or airplanes or stubble burning and so on. Uh, They point out that, you know, Diwali crackers, are a very small share of the overall pollution. And therefore, we are barking up the wrong tree. I disagree with that view because although uh, if you take an annual average, Mm -hmm. uh, Diwali crackers probably have a very, very small or inconsequential role. Right. Um, And it's also true that the real reason for air pollution is not Diwali crackers. It is a lot of the other things that we have uh, discussed, uh, you know, over the last uh, few minutes. Right. But the issue is that on the day of Diwali when firecrackers are actually being you know used yeah. firecrackers have one of the highest uh, concentrations of, of various forms of air pollutants mm-hmm. that even regular uh, you know combustion in vehicles and all don't have right, so, right. because uh, the, you know the whole idea of a firecracker is to ensure that there is light and sound and hmm. fire uh, therefore the nature of emissions is very different and and, and therefore it is extremely harmful it's a day when a lot of people who are, uh, you know, vulnerable groups, such as old people, young people, yeah. people with asthma and so on, a lot of them end up having to, you know, go to the hospital or use emergency uh, measures to, you know, stop their reactions from clearing up. Right, so, right. Uh, uh, and So, and the key thing to remember here is that, you know it's true that air pollution may be coming from cars and it, it may be coming from industries and so on hmm. but you can't realistically stop all industries or you realistically cannot stop all traffic forever yeah. right uh, those are kind of very vital activities for, for the but economy but we can
0: uh, why can't we ban crackers i mean if Precisely. this is this is reality then why can't they just be banned why is it so difficult
5: That's precisely what I was getting to. In fact, we must ban crackers precisely because unlike other aspects of the economy, Hmm. lighting firecrackers does nothing to the economy. I mean, of course, other than the companies that are selling these firecrackers. But the reality is that doing away with firecrackers will not have any tangible impacts on employment. And, you know, in fact, it is going to be better for the economy because, you know, fewer people falling ill and and, and so on and so forth. So I think it is imperative for the government to ban it. The issue is that, unfortunately, it's tied to religion. And, mm. you know, there are a lot of culture warriors who, who yeah. kind of take it upon them and think it's an attack on uh, religion itself. And in fact, it's not. It's just, it's a practice. Uh, you know, firecrackers, anyways, are not like they're, you know, Indian. They have come exactly. from other countries exactly. culturally. Exactly. So it's, it's one of those things that I think needs to be communicated properly to the right. people. It's not an attack on the religion. Mm-hmm. It is a you know, very basic thing that we must do given that the crisis levels of air pollution that we have in this country.
4: Siddharth, yesterday there was a video on Facebook where a girl was saying that don't leave it this time. So it's related to a uh, uh, BJP who is saying that when you come to Bakarit, why didn't you say that don't cut it? क्रिसमस के समय आके कुछ क्यों नहीं कहते आपको हिंदू धर्म की ही बुराई दिखती है तो इस तरह के की बातें भी चल रही हैं उनको लगता है कि पड़ाखे जो उसके रोकने की जो बात कर रहे हैं वो हिंदू धर्म का नुकसान पहुंचा रहे हैं तो इस उनको आप क्या कहना जाएंगे? हिंदी कहना हो तो हिंदी में कहने कह
5: के लोग बात uh, you know uh, 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 koi, bhi se, koi bhi festival manaya mana ja raho, social problems hain social problems ke bare mein bhi baat ki ja sakti hai Mme, uski, time aur place alag hai Hame, abhi, humare, eh, eh, india crisis related to health crisis they say 10 lakh 12 to this issue तो दूसरे चीजों के बारे में क्यों बात कर रहे हैं ये ये लोग हैं जो इंडिया का प्रोग्रेस नहीं चाहते हैं ये लोग हैं जो सब स, सभी बातों पे मतलब धर्म को जोड़ने की कोशिश करते हैं तो ये ऑब्वियसली गलत हैं और वी शुड थिंक अबाउट द हेल्थ ऑफ एवरीवन जो हमारे दादा-दादी हैं हमारे बच्चे हैं उनको सबसे ज्यादा ज़, सबसे ज्यादा प्रॉब्लम होती है वो एयर पॉल्यूशन से होती है उस चीज को हमें करने की for that, rather than talking about religion and other things
0: all right uh thank you so much Siddharth uh, for joining us before before we end what can we do as at an individual level to help ourselves I think actually? first
2: and foremost uh, we should protect ourselves and people around us I think it's very important for us to realize that this problem won't go away in the next year or two or three oh so we must ensure that uh, the at least we are able to protect ourselves people who are vulnerable, you Mm. know, this means that uh, if there's a watchman, uh, you know, uh, near your house or in your in your neighborhood, Mm. you're able to provide him, uh, him or her with the appropriate masks Mm. or appropriate heating. So the person does not have to burn you know, biomass and have to inhale further smoke. Right. So that is number one. Hmm. Number two, we must speak out because this problem is a problem that transcends the individual. It is a problem of the society as a whole. Yeah. So we need to speak out at every forum that we possibly can, including speaking out to member MLAs and MPs and so on. Hmm. Uh, and then third, whatever there is in, in our control, for example, if you are able to, if you are rich enough that you can afford uh, to get an electric vehicle then you should prefer that
4: hmm. if you
2: uh, if uh, if you are able to take the public transport then you should be able to do that if you are able to uh, ensure that in your neighborhood you know there may be patches of dust if right. we are able to ensure that you can grow grass on it or if you're able to cover it in some form. Right. Uh, these are the kind of steps that individuals can take. Mm-hmm. But eventually, it's the government that will have to stand up exactly. to the challenge.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Siddharth. That was very insightful.
2: Thank you, Siddharth. Thank you, Snigdarth. Thank Thanks, everyone else.
0: That was Siddharth who joined us uh, to talk about air pollution. He's the author of the book called The Great Smog of India. Uh, that brings us to stories that made news and should have important news stories now we have ayush with us who just came back from haryana he was covering the haryana elections hi ayush how was the whole experience
1: well, parts of it were pretty good. but Yeah, the tell rest me about those parts. <laughs> well, I, I, I was uh, always fascinated by the Jat as a people and as a community. Hmm. So, and my very first report from Haryana was on the Jats in West Haryana. Yeah. And reporting, you know, uh, around Rotha, going to villages, meeting these Jat hmm. elders. It was very fascinating. And I learned a lot about them, which from a distance, you know, you're just living in stereotypes. But right. when you meet them, it's a different world.
0: So, tell us what's going on. So,
1: um, I'll tell you about the, the whole, see, the exit polls, I won't bore the listeners with the exit poll predictions. If they've seen it, the exit polls say that it's a clear walkover yeah. for the BJP. Mm-hmm. The exit poll that gives them the minimum numbers mm-hmm. also says that they're going to win. with yeah. 47, majority is 46. Right. Uh, so they are going to win anyway But mm-hmm. when the gr- let's talk about the ground issue Especially in West Haryana Which is the Jutland Yeah, known as jut land, yeah. Okay
0: why thang. are they You talked about uh, how the Juts are unhappy With the BJP yes. actually
1: Yes, see the Juts have fundamental reason To be unhappy with the mm. BJP On the very foundation level is that The Qatar government is Hmm. the first government headed by a non-JAT in almost 18 years. And this came, the government when it came to power, uh, the JAT agitation took place at Mm -hmm -hmm. the same time and you know there was violence in Rotak yeah. the city of Rotak hundreds and hundreds of crores of property was mm. burnt down and uh, so there is the fun- that fundamental reason for disillusionment but besides that there is a whole host of other long term problems that have been plaguing Haryana that mm. part of Haryana mm. first of all we talked about green revolution and the yeah, air pollution exactly. you know it causes yeah. in Haryana and Punjab mm-hmm. but the green revolution also has another problem which is the problem with the groundwater levels Right. since the irrigation system that was built during the green revolution in hmm. india in these hmm. two states was built almost wholly relying on groundwater exactly right yeah. they were not channeling water from yeah. rivers or seas but yeah. they were actually using groundwater in these parts of the in that, that part of the state that groundwater has almost dramatically declined hmm. it hasn't gone but hmm. it has been rem- dramatically declined mm-hmm. it's almost reached level where you get saline water which is not fit for irrigation right so there is that problem hmm. Uh, over that, the JAT leaders I met told me, so they grow paddy. Mm-hmm. The JAT community a grows very paddy. Di- uh, and they're intensive. Exactly. And yeah. they are a very landowning community. Mm. They own lots of lands. Mm. And paddy is, takes a lot of water. Mm. But the Haryana government tried to actually, you know, make them grow maize, mm. which for one thing also reduces air pollution when you if you try to burn it or try to get rid of it right. and it uses less water right. but that incentivization hasn't worked they still go paddy
0: and why is that
1: they, I asked them why do you still do it they're huh? like hum jo man ke no <laughs> so there is that sort of you know yeah. you can say bravado about it right. That we'll grow what we want mm-hmm. we won't grow what you tell us mm-hmm. and of course because growing paddy was disincentivizing right. so they didn't get the prizes Right prices for the same crops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there has been loss. And this Obviously. is just one part of it. There's a jobs crisis. The yeah, local industry is closed down. Right. The factories. This is part of the economic problem. Is right. Exactly. So, this is our economic problem hai.
4: 38.
3: 38 पूरे
4: भारत के भारत का जो परसेंट है Highest. जो कुछ है mm-hmm. और हरियाणा का 38% है 38% wow. percent मैं तुमसे एक चीज जानना चाहता हूं आपकी पहले स्टोरी थी कि जाट नाराज है mm-hmm. बीजेपी का मतलब बीजेपी जो वहां पे सत्ता में है वो एक ही जो बेस था वो कि 35 बिरादरी mm-hmm. एक वर्सेस mm-hmm. 35 mm-hmm. लेकिन बीजेपी में भी क्या जाट उन नेताओं की वजह से बीजेपी को वोट किए कर रहे थे या जाटों ने एक तरफा होके एक तरफा तो नहीं हो सकता JJP भी जाट मतलब वो जाट भाव, मतलब जाट वोट पे उनकी भी नजर थी जेजीपी की इनेलों की भी और कांग्रेस की भी तो इस बार जाटों ने क्या बीजेपी के विरोध में वोट किया है क्या है और so में uh, uh, rohtak mein, at least i can tell you that jattun to aise unka ilaka
1: hai jattun ek bjp ko vote appeal hai, local leaders hai, hai, but because national issues a compelling uh, hmm. attraction. So, they have been ko, using
0: that. Yeah,
1: yeah. so hmm. ko kiya, Modi, Amishan, ne pura campaign kiya. Hmm. Mein. And they, the others they got to also tell you a lot about what they were thinking because the other party leaders are all celebrities. So, the Hema Malni, the Sunni, they these all these kind of people. So, uh, the appeal is on the national issues for these Jats who are trying to vote for the BJP or who want to vote for the BJP. लेकिन uh, जो तुम्हारा सबसे problem opposition का. ठीक है आपको vote मिल But that JAT vote is tri-channelled into three parties. so Congress भी है I-NLD mm. भी है, JJP जो AIADMK से ही निकली there is that splitting of vote. Mm. और वैसे Congress, I was when I went to Rohtak I was BJP headquarters. So there was a ceremony, so I just sat mm. thinking, what is this? So it was a ceremony and sixty people from the Congress, ranging from their OBC leaders, their rural leaders, their IT cell experts. We were joining the BJP. But in Huda, you have
4: that the people Haryana are still in Haryana. What is the difference
1: between Huda and Huda? You have a percentage of loyal following created Huda. And when you say they look back at the Huda years as almost yeah. a golden age, you know. But in Huda, the Haryana resources. North Indian states, Represent Karti, hai, Uske Lee what b- besides this rhetoric of 35 versus 1, ye conventional wisdom in Delhi, mein, mm. that there is 36 Jatis or th- jatko, the Jat are now antagonistic to the rest 35 mm. of them. Mm-mm. But there's also a shift in Haryana politics in the sense that politics is becoming much more urbanized. So, yeah, a lot jay. of leaders in Haryana that the BJP is putting, giving right. them tickets, are leaders who are coming from an u- urban setup. Right. The rural leaders have really gone down. Uh-huh. So this, these things actually, I was talking to journalists and activists there and they told me this, that rural representation is in terms of leaders. Uh-huh. If you grow up in a city and you get a ticket, you which is world view, the problems are very exactly. urban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is also one thing a that problem.
4: has changed. yes. I want to know one thing. Like Haryana is a place where they were born from the land. Whether it's Devilal or They They living in the राजनीति बदली उसी राजनीति का नतीजा है या पहले से ऐसा चलते आ रहा है पता नहीं देखो कोई भी जीत जा रहा है पहले जो ग्राउंड पे काम करता था वही जीतता था अब सनी देओल आके जीत गए ऐसे लोग आके जीत रहे हैं और नेता बन रहे हैं पहले जो ग्राउंड पे काम करता था तो क्या ऐसा uh, Modi Ji Lehar uh, uh, Agar hmm. so this thing is
0: celebrity
1: yeah so the thing is the state ka election ka result hai, I don't know how uh, appropriately it will be to comment on this but national election mein that was the sole reason mm-hmm. and even Juts who are disillusioned with the BJP are proud of the fact that they made Modi a prime minister yeah. so they all love Modi they hate Qatar yeah so they, yeah, that's yeah, what you th- wrote th- in th- your report one difference, yeah. and this is not uh, yeah. niche knowledge, hai. this is how yeah. people have been voting. In Delhi, maybe Kerjiva Sarkar told 2014 there was no one who was voting. BJP was routed here, hmm. Congress was in Gaya Pura. I
0: remember what you wrote in your report, right? Yeah. They said about uh, 370 and. Right.
1: Uh, Balakot exactly that Modi did it not <laughs> yeah. Khattar Khattar has hit on Balakot pe hai, Modi mantri, but Modi has hit it so Modi will make in but Khattar will not but ground level pe what are the major
0: problems with Khattar
1: see the p- major problems with Khattar is that even though these, there are these long term problems which Khattar hmm. can't be blamed for now you can't blame Khattar for groundwater which crisis yeah. 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 के के well, uh, I'm coming to that hmm. but ka you can't blame him for that. That. Mm-hmm. okay you can True. say he hasn't worked to you know fix it but even yeah. if he starts fixing it it will take many years right. but then the khatta government pe- farmers told me that uh, when they need water in their farms mm. well, you know jab mahina hota hai, april ka ya meka, jab pani hota hai, tab pani when water in September, when the harvest season is hmm. closed So that irrigation supply is distorted When right. you should be giving water, you're not giving water So that they think that's deliberate, ke, you know, to show juts their place So that's that what makes it worse Over right. a problem that is age-old, you add mirchi right. So that makes it worse, jobs crisis that's it there is wide widespread feeling that juts do not get jobs. एक anecdote I हर गांव में I told you that there is a job SDO, 60 positions. And so, I the SDO. job in the And the the you can say provincial sentiment right. obviously there and then there are purely economic reasons there are social reasons I vis- visited some of the villages which are you know where the Dalit community is in is mm-hmm. the majority and they told me that the caste divide has deepened over the five years in Haryana that and how hai. did that happen? I think it's because of the whole the reservation the pitting one the one Right. group of castes against the Jats yeah. and that creates his own resentment and especially yeah. when you know the Jats were after all asking for reservation right. and that's that's a sensitive matter when the Dalits you know are faced by it exactly. so they see it not as a problem with Jats but more of a manufactured conflict by the bjp right, that came to right, part. Right, right. yeah
0: and uh, also why did why do they not want to talk about it now i mean i was reading your report and you yeah. mentioned that they yeah. they didn't bring it up at all you had to ask them
1: yeah because right? i think the kind of violence that took place was uh, rather traumatic mm-hmm. i think for the jats they don't want to talk about it because it could have been for some sort of a guilt also because right. the i mean the, when the when the clash happened a lot mm. of Jats were arrested for you know burning down the homes of politicians, of police yeah. officers, of cinemas, and everything. Yeah, so it can be guilt. I we can only speculate, but also that the issue is now in the supreme court hmm. so, and the Qatar government is fighting for reservations for the jats, so they can't say that they are against us. Right. So they've, ta- they've taken this position.
0: All right, we'll have to wait for 24th yeah. to actually get to know what happens. <laughs> now, that brings us to story stories that made news but shouldn't have बसंत
4: तू अयोध्या वाला supreme court ने story स्टोर,
0: मतलब story तो important थी cover होनी cover से से हाँ, हाँ,
4: तो मै आ, सबसे पहले एक ही उदाहरण देना चाहूंगा काफी सारे हमारे लिसनर जानते भी होंगे जिस तरीके से आज तक ने एक हेडलाइन चलाए हेडलाइन नहीं मतलब एक पोस्टर उन्होंने जी, एक जी, अपने कार्यक्रम का जारी किया कि मंदिर हमारे राम हमारे मस्जिद वाले कहां से पधारे पीछे उन्होंने प्रश्नवाचक चिन्ह लगा दिया था वो बचने के लिए दिया तो सवाल उठता है कि जिस तरीके से मीडिया कवर कर रहा है तो यह बात जानने के लिए मैंने तब के रिपोर्टर हैं टाइम्स ऑफ इंडिया के और अभी वो पॉलिटिकल एडिटर हैं अमर उजाला में अच्छा गुप्ता उनसे मैंने बात किया तो मैंने उनसे यही पूछा कि सर जिस तरीके से राम मंदिर का भी फैसला आना बाकी है जो विवाद हुआ था पहले तो हमें यह कहना हो राम मंदिर का फैसला नहीं आ रहा है उस जमीन का फैसला आ रहा है जिस जमीन को लेकर विवाद है बाबरी महजुद जहां पे बनी हुई थी उस जमीन का विवाद है तो राम मंदिर बनेगा नहीं बनेगा वो तो आगे का देखा जाएगा तो जमीन पे फैसला आने वाला है तो उनसे मैंने पूछा पहला ही सवाल मैंने किया कि सर वर्तमान में जिस तरीके से मीडिया
3: ही
4: उनकी जो स्थिति थी हर रिपोर्टर कार सेवक बन चुका था
0: काफी पोलराइज्ड था
4: वो उन्होंने बताया कि जब कार सेवकों पे मुलायम सिंह यादव की सरकार ने गोली चलाई तो जो हिंदी के अखबार थे वो लिखते थे कि सरयग लाल हो गई है खून से तब फ्रंटलाइन ने एक रिपोर्ट छापी तब वो कारसेमकों के घर गया और पता किया कि कितने कि कारसेवक मरे हैं तो 15 16 कुछ ऐसे आंकड़े थे कम उन्होंने आंकड़े हमें कुछ बताए लेकिन जो हिंदी के अखबार थे वो लिख लिख रहे थे कि सरयू नदी लाल हो गई है
0: मतलब इतने
4: सारे लोग में इतने सारे लोग हजारों हजार लोग हजारों हजार लोग मारे गए हैं तो इस तरीके से जनता और हिंदुस्तान में मुस्लिम और हिंदू के बीच क्लैश चल रहा था तो मीडिया जिस तरीके से और जिस आ, क्या बोलते हैं संवेदनहीनता से आपको भी पता है कि राम मंदिर दो धर्म के लोगों से जुड़ा हुआ मामला है और काफी लोग इस पे अग्रेसिव होते हैं दोनों पक्ष के लोग एग्रेसिव होंगे तो इस ऐसे मुद्दों को हम लोग अगर संवेदनशीलता से रिपोर्ट नहीं करेंगे और फैक्ट के साथ जी सरत बता रहे कि मीडिया को तब फैक्ट से कोई मतलब नहीं था का बेसिक पॉइंट होता है हाँ. हमें जब तक डेटा जो हम लिख रहे हैं वो उसका हमें प्रू... मतलब हमारे पास वो क्या बोलते proof
0: होना
4: चाहिए proof हो, हो उसमें. तब मारे गए हजारों लोग घायल अब हजारों में नौ सौ निन्यानवेर भी हो सकते हैं पचास भी हो सकते हैं तो इस तरीके से मीडिया और अभी अब आप देखिए मैं एक चीज बता मतलब मैं पिछले दिनों एक कार्यक्रम में था जहां पर राम मंदिर का पूरा बताया जा रहा था कि कई सारे लोग आए थे लॉयर आए थे अब वो जो राजीव धवन नक्सफ हारा उस...
0: उसको लेकर हमारे मीडिया ने ऐसे फैलाया जी, जी।
4: तो एक उस वक्त जब हेरिंग चल रही थी तो एक वकील वहां मौजूद थे उन्होंने बताया कि आखरी दिन है सुनवाई का और दोपहर में मुख्य न्यायाधीश ने कह रखा है कि इनौफ इनौफ। उस दिन जो हिंदू पक्ष नया उसमें कैसा वर्ड बोला है अपने मुख्य न्यायाधीश ने उसको उन्होंने कहा कि इसको हटा दो अंग्रेजी का एक वर्ड था तो राजीव धवन फाड़ दिया हुँ. तो राजी परमिशन लेके शेड किया हाँ सरे कोई एक अंग्रेजी का वर्ड था जिसका मतलब होता है फाड़ना ही कुछ है हाँ शेड बोलता है तो उन्होंने तो जो उनका वकील था जो वकील हमें बता रहे थे हाँ. उन्होंने कहा कि अगर आजिद नहीं फाड़ते तो उनको पे कोर्ट के आमना का केस चलता जी, वो जी. तो कोर्ट की बात मान रहे हैं जी. लेकिन हमारी मीडिया ने उसको दिखाया कि एक मुस्लिम पक्ष के वकील हाँ. ने Ram ji ke map or usko itna basically the
0: whole point was that it could not be counted as evidence it was not good enough
4: and that is why the CGI said go ahead and shred it and he did or aakhri evidence तो मैक्सिमम जर्नलिस्टों को यह पता ही नहीं कि फैसला किस चीज पे आने वाला है फैसला जमीन पे आ रहा है और उनके अनुसार इस जमीन का कागजात ना मुस्लिम पक्ष के पास है ना हिंदू पक्ष के पास है ना सरकार के पास है यह पूरा सरकमस्टैंसेस जब पूरा अब कोर्ट अपने विवेक पे अपने समझ से क्या फैसला देता है, भारतीय जनता पार्टी और जो अभी सरकार है प्रधानमंत्री मोदी भी कह चुके हैं कि कोर्ट का कोई भी फैसला है कानून बना हम मंदिर बनाएंगे भाजपा के लोग कहते हैं कानून बना तो कोर्ट का फैसला कुछ भी है मान्य ना मान्य वो तो उन पे निर्भर करता है तो जो मैं आखरी बात अपने कहना चाहता हूं मंदिर पे कांग्रेस के नेता ने कहा तो एक तरीके से विपक्ष को नीचा दिखा और लोगों में नफरत भरना अगर दंगा होता है तो उसमें मीडिया की अच्छी खासी भूमिका definitely, होगी definitely. क्योंकि वो लोगों को और जबकि
0: अभी लास्ट वीक ही न्यूज़ ब्रॉडकास्ट जारी की जिसमें क्या गाइडलाइंस हैं कैसे रिपोर्ट करना चाहिए अयोध्या के बारे में और उसके बाद ही आपने जो आज तक वाला कहा जो पोस्टर निकला था
4: मंदिर हमारा राम हमारे मस्जिद वाले कहां से बना ले इसके अलावा देखिए टाइम्स नाउ ने राम के नाम डॉक्यूमेंट्री का नाम आप मतलब सब जानते हैं उसको बताया कि ये बैन फिल्म है already YouTube on video is and Babri Masjid will documentary it it's, yeah, it's one of the
1: best made documentaries on the whole issue you we'll, right. won't find anything you won't find a book you won't find a movie you won't find I think even an eyewitness who can wow. tell you things
4: better than is तब क्या बोला था right. जब पटना में पहुंचे थे ला, लालकिश षडबनी रथ लेके तो ये तमाम लोग जो आ, राम मंदिर बाबरी मस्जिद गिराने की जो पूरी भूमि तैयार की गई थी वो कैसे कैसे तैयार हुई कैसे कारसेवक एक मजहब को गाली दे रहे थे कितना इग्रेशन था उनमें कि वो चढ़ के ऊपर से तोड़ रहे कितने, थे
1: कितने कितने पंडित संत थे जो इसके अगेंस्ट थे who actually were opposing the whole uh, Jan Buhui movement by the right. VHP and the RSS. Right. One of them was famously killed months after that movie was produced. Wow. So us, that is also one part which is actually absolutely lost. We never
4: lost. get to hear about yeah. these things. And I don't think that today's recommendation is to watch that the people who don't have it today so hard ki baat kar rahe
1: hain lekin
4: tab the ram mandir to unko dekhna chahiye ki kis tarike se ek aur banbir ke baad to mujhe lagta hindu muslim or aur zyada khai badh gayi hai aap dekhiye mumbai blast hua kai dange ho gaye uske to ram ke naam to zarur har samajhdaar vyakti ko dekhni
1: all
0: right that brings us to the end of the podcast we'll close with some recommendations
1: Okay, uh, I'll try. One obviously is Ram Kenaam My Anand Patwardhan's legendary documentary. I think people should watch it. And it's uh, available on YouTube. Yeah, it's 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 thoroughly <laughs> rewarding. It's I assure every listener of this podcast worth their time. Right. Um and second uh, would be uh, the second report I did from Haryana, mm-hmm. uh, from Mewat. a story. Jee. And it's one of the stories which a reporter personally is a favorite. It's about the uh, life, a profile of this 25-year-old girl in Nu, which happens to be from yeah. the Dalit community and her struggles and her family's, you know, mm. uh, life the way the urban people would appreciate right. how much no, it is read about it people who are not privileged yeah. and uh yeah you had so also should done another
0: report about the gang rape and yes move, right? the same family had reported yeah. on
1: july yeah. but i wanted to report on this the victim's elder sister i couldn't meet her then right. so i did that this time yeah
4: हम अभी बात कर रहे हैं कि अभी बात कर रहे थे कैसे नब्बे में सामाजिक संवार्ध बिगड़ा था हिंदू मुस्लिम के बीच तो एक किताब है लक, मतलब इससे अलग किताब है जो प्रेम की बातें बताती है किस्सा किस्सा लखनऊ हुआ तो लखनऊ की आसपास की कहानियां है लखनऊ की अपनी-अपनी कहां लखनऊ में क्या-क्या मतलब वो हिंदू मुस्लिम एकता की एक मतलब माना जाए तो लखनऊ एक अच्छी मिसाल है तो हिमांशु वाजपेयी दो दास्तानगोई है, करते हैं दास्तान सुनाते हैं है। है। ने लिखी है राजकमल पब्लिकेशन से काफी सस्ती भी है लगभग या 150 की किताब है तो मुझे लगता ये पढ़नी चाहिए ताकि हम ये जान सके कि Kis se the?
0: My recommendation this week is Manisha's piece called Bloodless TV, calling out India's hate media. It's a new series that News Laundry started where we call out TV anchors, channels and sponsors of primetime debates for fanning communal passions in the run-up to a Yodhya verdict. And listeners, if you like what you hear, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever platform you're tuned into. We also have a bunch of other podcasts like Hafta and Awful and Awesome better the rating more the reach and that means more subscribers and that in turn means better content so please subscribe to news laundry
4: aur agar aap hamara podcast sun rahe hain to apne doston rishtedaron aur social media platform pe share kare taki hum jyada se jyada logon tak pahunch sake hamari baat hamare vichar jyada se jyada logon tak pahunch sake
0: also, listeners, we're very eager to hear your feedback. So please write to us at contact at with reporters without orders in the subject line. You can also leave your comments on Twitter or on Instagram. And with that, this podcast is adjourned.
3: All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform.
2: Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newsroundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.